yours was flesh and blood, just like you and me. But a mortal man could not have survived what he's lived through. The more he kills, the more he transcends into something else impossible to defeat. Fear. People are afraid. That is the true curse of Michael. He'll always be here, Mommy. Even when we can't see him. You can't defeat it with brute force. If we only knew then what we know now. of evil, the anger that divides us. It is the terror that grows stronger when we try to hide. sunsets and someone is alone. You can't close your eyes and pretend he isn't there. Because he is.
And welcome everybody back to another episode slash edition of Skip to the Lou. I am Lacey Lou, and with me today, I am joined by horror blogger and old co-host of mine from Minds of the Morbid, which you can still find some old episodes on YouTube, Miss um, Carly Ray. What's up, Carly? What's up, everybody? Doing good? Ready to talk about this fucking movie. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, I we did a podcast for our third season of Thrills and Chills on Cut to the Chase, um, and we actually recorded a bonus episode with a couple of friends of ours. I don't know if that was ever released, though, so this will be my third time talking about it, but <laughs> I will say that I feel better talking about it now than I kind of did then because we're actually doing something a little bit different. We're not talking about the movie whole the whole movie, Um, just we're going to be breaking down the last 20 minutes of Halloween Kills. Now, Halloween is over, but the talk is not. (laughs) Oh, it's never over for us. Never. No, it's always Halloween. Absolutely. (laughs) It's kind of like, you know, when Freddie says uh, every town has an Elm Street, we have Halloween year round. I don't know if that analogy made any sense or not, but it did in my head. Totally. (laughs) So... (laughs) Did you have a good Halloween? I had a great Halloween. It was it was just so much fun. What are you gonna do Well, I I pretty much did like uh, what I do every year. So I sort of have my own little Halloween tradition. Just have a few drinks, kick back, and watch the two main Halloween films: Hocus Pocus and Trick or Treat. Watch both of those on Halloween too this year. Yeah, and we threw in Rocky Horror that time too because. Yeah, just wanted some good old-fashioned time warp. <laughs> did you dress up at all? No, I wish I did. Did not have the money or the materials. Uh, you could have just, like, yeah, you could have just got a broom and said you're a witch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, me and Dan, uh, we covered, um, like, half of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes on our we did like 15 episodes of that or something, so we thought it'd be perfect for us to go as Marge and Homer. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. You had you had us guess your costume on Facebook, and I I actually have a question for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. How was Betty Boop close, but Jessica Rabbit wasn't? <laughs> I don't know. I was doing a lot of shots of Jaeger. Well. well oh, no. <laughs> I don't, well, no, because, um, doesn't Jessica Rabbit wear heels? Does she? I don't know. I'm going to look that up right now. Um, yeah, we had a lot of guesses, um, like Red Riding Hood, um, Jessica Rabbit, Betty Boop. And I guess I wasn't thinking of Jessica Rabbit as a cartoon at that moment. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so, like, I don't know. I was just picturing Kathleen Turner because, you know, obviously she's the voice of Jessica Rabbit. Isn't she? Yes, yes, so, yes. So I think I was just, like, picturing her in my drunken stupor. Like, yeah, I was, like, wasted getting ready for that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm going to look up Jessica Rabbit right now. But I like the... Was that your guess? That was my guess. I could be totally wrong. She might not even wear red shoes at all. I have no idea. Uh, yes, red heels. Red heels? Okay. Yep, yep. And I definitely don't got a Jessica Rabbit body. It's definitely, I don't even have a Marge Simpson body. <laughs> but, I, 
I definitely have more cartoon mom body than anything. <laughs> cartoon mom Lacey. Cartoon mom body. <laughs> it's like it's like the new version of dad bod, only it's cartoon version <laughs> of cartoon mom <laughs> body. <laughs> I don't, I'm stupid. You're not stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's what you get when you have like KFC for lunch and shit like every day. So. <laughs> that's what I had today um yeah if anybody anybody's interested in like behind the scenes this is currently on Friday at like two in the afternoon so um we fit in podcasts when we can fit in podcasts around here it's good to the loo so (laughs) yeah do it when we can so I literally just ate KFC and if anybody's curious I like dark meat I didn't know they still had dark meat the chicken legs drumsticks oh <laughs> yeah no I can't eat white meat that's weird right I don't know it's like I remember like when white meat was sort of like introduced and then suddenly I didn't hear anything about dark meat for years after that like with the chicken nuggets that like uh like I know <laughs> they switched yeah McDonald's like switched it yeah um no I can't do it <laughs> like um yeah, no. So, like, when I eat turkey, like, I eat the dark meat. Huh. I think. I don't know. <laughs> this you has think? been a very enticing conversation about meats. <laughs> right? Hey, we're just talking about Halloween kills and we're just talking about dark meat. <laughs> hey, well, there is a lot of meat in this movie. Like, a lot of bloody deaths. Oh, man. I just gotta say, first off, the kills in this scene, or not, not the scene, the movie, sorry. The kills in this movie were epic i'll just say that right off the bat the way that they did it was awesome yeah that, that's, one, that's one positive thing i have to say <laughs> yeah so we're going to be watching the last 20 minutes of the film and we're watching it streaming on peacock here we're starting at one hour 24 minutes 31 seconds for those who want to follow along if you want to follow along this isn't like a typical commentary we're just breaking down like what these fucks are doing and normally like when i do like a commentary like i feel like i'm just like talking in generalities but like this is like going to be a thorough i feel like breakdown and it's the middle film of this saga i would call it because there's four technically the first one halloween 2018 halloween kills and halloween ends so four is a saga right yep yeah i feel a little smart there it's like no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, don't feel, I feel stupid having said that or having to explain that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel right just calling it a trilogy because it, it still like rings true to the very first film. Yeah. Um, so before we start this, why don't we like give our like general thoughts on what we liked, what we didn't like up to this point? Up to this point. OK. Oh, let's see. Where do I start? Hmm. Well, the opening scene is a 1978 flashback with uh Loomis who is not CGI. <laughs> I I did I did really like that. You like the flashback? Yeah, yeah. And sort of like Hawkins take on it. Although like it really doesn't make sense why he feels responsible for like having Loom or keeping Loomis from shooting Michael because obviously that wouldn't have killed Michael anyway. Right. <laughs> like and he even knew, he was told by one of the other officers that Loomis shot him six fucking times. That's true. 
And then he's just like standing there at the end. Yeah. But yeah, that was the bullet that was going to kill him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, and I think that's what's kind of, um, that's one plot point that I actually like in this movie is that, you know, Lori, like we've all been obsessing over Lori, you know, getting her vengeance on Michael, like, because I feel like no matter which way you look at it, regardless to me, it's always going to be like their brother and sister. Like I have to get that out of my fucking head. And uh, it's just, it's really hard to not see them as not siblings because even in this movie, it, it seems like there's some connections, like, especially with the end with Karen's scene, you know, I, I won't get into it right now, but yeah, just when we get there, I'll discuss it. But just like it had a sort of familiar connection there. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's, but like, like the, the focus point that they made in this film is that they didn't, um, that Lori herself and Hawkins, like they're both obsessed with Michael and Michael's not obsessed with them like at all, which I think is hilarious. You know, the the fact that that's what they're trying to break down anyways, you know? Yeah. that. (laughs) And um, it's kind of funny and cheeky, but like, it's so hard to like, just because you put it in one movie doesn't erase like 40 years of me thinking that they were siblings. (laughs) I know, just the fact that we're supposed to just forget everything that we've seen up until this point, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be hard, you know. Yeah, and then um one thing that I really didn't like about this film was I felt like it was a little mean spirited. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like nobody's believing that that's Michael Myers. There's no way you can convince me otherwise. Um nobody, 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 nobody um with that mental patient. <laughs> that I, I actually I actually wrote a note about that which I can't get to because I'm on my phone <laughs> um but like literally they're in the bar they see the news the news has both the mental patient and Michael on screen obviously they would tell the news people would tell which one is Michael Myers and which one's not and right that that just didn't make any sense I was clearly just like swept under the rug so we would be like, oh, yeah, these people thought this guy was fucking Michael Myers. <laughs> well, and I feel like it makes me even more sad to watch because the, the mental patient who did uh, die in the movie, um, he's actually passed away in real life. Did he? Yeah, I, I'm not, I can't oh, remember wait, exactly I, how he passed, but yeah, he's no longer with us. Oh, that's horrible. So it just makes, like, I don't know why, but like, that just like makes me hate that scene even more. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's a little bit, I don't know, it like breaks my heart a little bit or something. I don't know. <laughs> I know. And I, I get they're they're trying to make the point of like Michael Myers is plaguing the town, you know, making them monsters, too. And I'm like, but they still don't want to consider this a supernatural film when he's like plaguing the town with his insanity. I don't know. Um. Well, that's kind of stupid because well, I mean, we're going to get into that. Um, we're we're definitely going to get into that. Um, and another thing that I didn't like is there's a lot of continuity issues. This movie was pushed back for a year because of COVID, obviously. Like, there's so many editing issues in this movie. And we're not even going to talk about the part that, um, commentate on the part because it's already passed. But there's a point where Kyle Richards, a.k.a. Lindsay Wallace, 
um, which I think was the most intense scene in the movie is when Michael's like after her. And she goes and she's like hiding behind a tree and he's like on the bridge and then we never see her again for like a while. And then the next time we see her, like we don't know what happened. Like Michael just apparently went on back to town <laughs> and on his killing spree. But yeah. she's all but she's like all injured and dirty and wet. Exactly. Like, the last time we seen you, you were hiding comfortably by a fucking tree. Like dry as shit. You know? Yeah, and suddenly you have to be carried into the ER. Like, what did we miss here? Yeah, no, apparently there was like a scene that happened, but they cut it. So unless there is like gonna be like a flashback scene in Halloween ends of what happened to her, because obviously she's coming back for it, right? Um I just feel like if that better be fucking explained in that movie. Otherwise, like this movie's destroyed for me just based off of that fact alone. <laughs> right. Like, no, like it makes no fucking sense. So, I mean, and there's plenty of scenes like that throughout the movie. And yeah. And that, and Tommy Doyle was absolutely ridiculous. We're going to get to him. Like, I feel like we can commentate on him here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, Tommy. Okay. Look. <laughs> First off, I want to talk about the fact that he literally talked about murdering a guy in front of a bunch of officers, inciting fear and rage in a group of people, not to mention punching a cop, and right. he was still free to walk around. Are you kidding me? Like, and he's obviously, like, drunk and disorderly because he's just at the bar. Yeah. Um, like, no, and, like, this is not the Tommy Doyle I thought we were going to get. You know, um, I thought oh, no. Tommy would be a lot more, like, level grounded. I mean, obviously, like, there's a lot of past trauma, but, like, he's sitting there telling, like, we need a recap in the middle of a saga telling us what happened in the pre previous Halloween films. Like, he had to the story the bar. Doyle because it's Anthony Michael Hall instead of the original actor. <laughs> like, I so wish this would, like, I'm glad, like, Paul Rudd was not able to like come back just because if this is what they would have given him like I don't see him playing like I think it would have been a different character arc completely because I just don't see Paul Rudd inciting a riot do you? <laughs> uh, yeah totally I, I feel like people really wouldn't take the movie seriously if they saw Ant-Man in there you know <laughs> <That's> like... <laughs> well I mean he was in Curse of Michael Myers and he did a okay job I mean he's so extra in it but I just don't see him inciting a riot, period. Like, he's, like, the friendliest, most, like, I don't know. Anthony Michael Hall must have a lot of geeky, pent-up aggression. Yeah, it was, like, he played, like, such, like, the little skinny, like, uh, I don't want to say dweeb, but <laughs> just, like, that, that sort of character for a long time. And, yeah, it's, like, time to catch up now. Like, it's pretty bad when, like, you're a prominent actor, like, you're a veteran actor, and then a real housewife outshines you. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's true. <laughs> no, no, I get it. <laughs> like, uh, she did she did a really great job, so got to hand it to her. Like, I, I was curious of how she was going to be, like, because I watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, so I was very curious to how she was going to act, and I thought she did a really good job. Yeah, I, I thought she did a really good job. Um, I, I haven't actually seen her in that show because I don't I don't watch a lot of reality TV. So. Like, uh, I, I didn't, it's very addicting. <laughs> sometimes it can be. Like, there's a lot of shows that I start watching again, like fucking Jersey Shore and that stuff. <laughs> I don't know why I started watching it again. But, yeah. 
definitely understand. All right. Well, was there, oh, we got to talk about Big John, Little John real quick before we uh, hit play here. Um, did you like their characters? I love their characters. It was sad to see them go. <laughs> Look what I can do. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah, I thought they were fun. I totally didn't buy that they were a couple like in any capacity, but they were a lot of fun. Um, you didn't buy that they were a couple? No, like I didn't like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really feel like the chemistry between their characters. Hmm. Do you think it was one of them or do you think it was just like both of them? Um, I don't know. Like, it, it's kind of like hard to explain. Like, and, you know, I, I know that um, this movie got apparently some Yahoo made a headline that people uh, were outraged or saying that Michael was like homophobic. And I don't buy that. I think that was just a headline for clickbait. Um, yeah, I'll, but, I'll tell you something right now. Like, I've seen a lot of homophobia in films, mm-hmm. subtle and not so subtle. That was not homophobia. <laughs> No, he killed the one that was, like, they're living in his house. He does it in every other movie. It didn't matter who lived there. Yeah, if it was a straight couple, he would have done the exact same thing, you know? Like, look at the beginning of It Chapter 2. Yeah, like that one. Evil does does not discriminate against uh, sexual preference, race, or religion, you know? Like, evil will just kill you. (laughs) And over the bridge were very homophobic, but Pennywise was not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, so I just wanted to kind of make that clear that that's not why I didn't feel like they had like chemistry, like as a couple, I think they were fun. Um, but I don't know. I just didn't feel like they were like, they didn't do anything aside from the the picture that they were in together. That was like affectionate or, you know? Oh, I, yeah. Well, it was, but kind of when little John was consoling big John for like thinking about his mother. And I thought that was uh, that was a cute, nice moment. But maybe maybe we don't really see a lot of the chemistry between them because they really don't have a lot of scenes. Like that's we true. Like, like twice. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah, and when you do see them, they're kind of like on opposite ends. One's at the door, one's at the other door. You know. Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe opposites attract, and maybe I, I, I'm wrong, and I would have to rewatch it again and like really pay attention to that because he's like, I've got this knife. I've got this knife. So maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I actually did kind of like that because like little John had the big knife and then big John had the little knife. (laughs) So it was like a little accident. I thought they, I thought they little John um, or big John would have did a little bit more damage. Mm. We'll say that. And oh, that was another problem that I had with like the editing. Um, You know, um, when Michael is going to kill little John, um, he, Michael McDonald, I believe is his name. um, Yeah. He, and Michael's at the window and little little John goes, um, Michael, you came home. And then you still clearly see like Michael in the window and he's nowhere near little John. <laughs> and you hear him scream like. Clearly, like he didn't even try running. <laughs> like, I mean, I get it like you're frozen with fear, but why are you screaming? Like, I mean, when he has the, the energy, to to energy to run. <laughs> right. Like it, like fight or flight, I guess. But. I don't know. That was just one thing that bothered me. Like, like as a viewer and like, I guess like I'm being nitpicky, some would say, but no, like I, this is a huge movie production. It's not like it's 1978 where it was an independent horror film at that time. Like I expect continuity to be there and like, no, you can't just enjoy things. Yes, I can. But like, 
as somebody that writes reviews and somebody that talks about movies like on a religious basis, I expect more out of a big budget horror film and continuity should be one of them. Exactly. Especially when it was shelved for a year and they had time to edit it. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about leading up to this moment where Cameron, Lonnie, and Allison are in the car in front of Meyer's house? I am ready. All right. So we will go on three, two, one, go. So again, we are at one hour, 24 minutes, 31 seconds. And we are three, two, one, go. All right, and welcome to Lonnie being a shit dad for start. <laughs> <laughs> the belly of the beast. Yeah, no, Lonnie, do you like what they did with his backstory? Like, I like that they, like, like dove more into his character, but just all the decisions he made, he has definitely made it into the Idiots of Horror Hall of Fame <laughs> for all of this. Well, like, he's, he brings these two kids with them, and, like, this dialogue here is so bad, and she's like, you expect me just to stay here when it's the man who killed my father? And, like, everybody thinks that Michael's already a monster, so who thinks, like, because he escaped him somewhat before, but, like, why would he even bring them there? You know th these kids are not just going right. to fucking sit there. What if Michael wasn't even in the house? What if he was outside the house and he just left them in the car? Right. After he just fell out of the car. <laughs> but not to mention, before that, he found Michael's path. He knew exactly where Michael was going. Didn't tell another fucking soul. Decided to go there himself. Like, in 2018, people had cell phones, okay? Quick call. Quick call. Call me. Meet me at the Myers house. That's where he's going to be. But no. Well, and, like, this is why this scene, like, doesn't make any sense. It's like, all right, you're supposed to like fill for Lonnie's backstory here, right? And there's a lot of carnage that takes place in this fucking movie, right? There's a lot. And you're going to kill one of the only characters we're supposed to care about off screen? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, people have been waiting for the return of Lonnie just because of one little line that was said yeah. <laughs> in the original. Um, Lonnie, been... get your out of there <laughs> like and this is what we get oh see like he they waited two seconds before he went in there right two, so seconds. One, two seconds one thing that like you know i fucking hate cameron i hate him i've hated him since the fucking 2018 film and like just the fact that he treated allison like that and then suddenly they're just supposed to just like sweep that under the rug i think they could have used that little car time for him to at least fucking apologize before he bit the dust. But that's just me. Well, he did get a good death, I should say. I They probably, like, cheaped out on Lonnie's death just so um, we could get Cameron's death, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Karen had a good, Cameron had a good death. He had a good death, <laughs> definitely. We're about to see here. Am I allowed to spoil it before it actually happens? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we've already, like, you know, people who are listening to this have already seen the film. Like, I mean, we're just breaking down the last 20 minutes here. Yeah. And why are these kids being allowed to, like, have... Okay, she shot a pumpkin. Like, I'm sorry, she's, like, one of the worst final girls ever. <laughs> like, literally, she sucks. 
Like, I don't get what the hype is about her in any capacity. Any capacity. That's actually funny, because I was actually thinking about her character earlier, and I, I thought she is a pretty good final girl. Like, considering all the shit that she's been through in one night, losing her dad, now losing her mom, had to watch her boyfriend die, and just, like, still keep that, that strength. And Yeah, I, but we I, don't know if she lost her mom. Not yet. <laughs> we don't know. And she doesn't even know. I'll, I'm just, yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll see. But, I mean, the next story is going to end, or the next, the last installment is going to end all of this story arc. See, I like how he set them up. Like, he propositioned them. Like, he's playing with them. But we're, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, see, I always wondered why he, like, positioned them. Well, well hopefully, okay. I don't know why he positions any of the dead bodies. Like, he did that with the trio in the car. Well, he did that with in the original 78 film. And the way that we broke it down on another podcast we did was the fact that Michael, um, he has like the, he's been locked up since he was like six or eight years old. I think it was six years old. And he, so he has like the mind of a six year old. And so like when he throws the, the drone back at the older couple, like he's playing with them. You know what I mean? So when he yeah. probably puts up the bodies, he's playing with them. Like, it, it's a thing. I don't know. Like, that's how I view it anyways. Like, And see, this part, like, it's just so lame. Like, I get it, but at the same time, I feel like Lonnie's death should have been on screen. Yeah, it's like, we obviously know he's dead as soon as they enter the house. If he doesn't answer, like, he's dead. <laughs> right? And, like, you're already just going to see, like, that's such a, and, like, how did he get up there? And he's just been waiting for him to discover him. You know what I mean? Yeah, plus the blood didn't even start dripping. Like, camera didn't even see blood on the floor. <laughs> and she's just sitting there, like. I, I did like that. She's though. attempting to stab him, yeah. Yeah. Bye, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, I feel like he's so much quicker to, like, kill other people than he is, like, some of these others. I don't know. Yeah, I I really don't know. Like, I'm not supposed to know what goes on inside Michael's mind. But, yeah, maybe he knows how much of a piece of shit Cameron was. <laughs> That's why he's killing <laughs> him so horribly here. <laughs> right. Like, I wish he was still wearing his Bonnie and Clyde costume. That would have just made it better. Oh, my gosh. That would have been so funny. <laughs> Like, this is definitely one of the coolest deaths in the franchise. Yeah, just, like, down and to the left. Yeah, boom. Take it back now. Slide to the right. <laughs> Three hops this time. <laughs> <laughs> and then one more for good measure. <laughs> and right, and he's still not even fucking dead, so he feels all of that shit. Right? And he's about, and he, like, stops right here. This is by far one of the coolest. I do have to admit that. But the rest of what happens from here on out is complete and utter garbage. Yeah. Was, uh, man. Like, I, had some yeah. I feel like this should have been the climax of when she grabs his mask cut. Like, that's a good ending to me. Oh, that would have been that would have been awesome. Yeah. And so we're left to wonder what's going to happen next, you know? Yeah. Instead of like whatever it was that we just got. Like, well, I mean, this part, see, like that, that's an epic death right there. He's coming after her. 
the basket's pulled off and she's holding out outside, come get it, end credits. Yeah. Like, and that shows you that it's like a continuation of the trilogy or a saga, as we said. Yeah. See, she's looking over at her mom, you know? Yeah, her mom took her sweet fucking time. <laughs> Daughter's right. about to stab in the neck. Okay, so he gets taken down easily by a break. Like, why didn't she just keep curb stomping him? Right? Like, do something. Do anything. Right. Like, no, I'm going to grab your mask. Like, see, but he, like, this makes zero fucking sense. So the, the, the fork um, or the rake injured him enough to, like, keep him down for at least 30 seconds there. Right? Yeah, yeah she could have fucking stabbed him in the neck with that thing. I love how Michael Myers is, like, balding. <laughs> right? Sometimes I forgot that he's an actual old man. In this. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, this is 40 years. Like, he's not 21 anymore. <laughs> no, I think that the next set of Michael Myers films we get is we might even get, like, a continuation of Jamie Lloyd's story. It's been a you know, long time. Yeah. Jamie Lloyd. Uh, like story. Yeah, I feel like they could go parts four and five, or even just part four, like start a new trilogy just based off of that. Like I know Danielle Harris is up for that sort of thing, and even Scout yeah. Taylor wanted to like be a part of the Halloween ends. She was uh, noting about that, and she's super cool in real life. They both are. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> I never met them, but I can imagine that they're awesome. Michael Myers in this walk right here, he kind of looks constipated. <laughs> well, there's a bathroom right there, Mikey. We'll wait. <laughs> right? Like, just look at the way he's walking. Like, he's so tight. <laughs> like, he's clenching his booty. Does it not look like he's clenching his booty? <laughs> like, oh, let's get this over with. Give me my fucking mask. I gotta take a shit. Oh, probably gonna have to use like, the mask. Now, oh, see, fuck, I, guys? Feel like, I feel like the mask gives him power. And, like, I'm so sick of, like, Karen and her, like, little catchphrases. Gotcha. It's a trap. Gotcha. Like, I'm so sick of her. So, like, like I, I look at the June of the Tiger costume. And this is what people brought. And, of course, you have Sheriff Brackett with the line. And that's the funny thing. Like, in the real world, nobody's going to remember that line 40 years later. <laughs> look with the bitch with the iron. I like she brought an iron to a Michael Myers fight. <laughs> All of these people deserve to literally fucking die for the weapons that they brought. Yeah, nobody brought a fucking machete to decapitate this guy. Like, that that's the way to kill him. Just take his fucking head off. Hell, that yeah. firefighter with the fucking blade had a better chance than these guys. And that's why I love the ending of H2O's so much as they fucking decapitate him and obviously that was retconned in resurrection but um yeah that was fucking stupid i looks human here like he definitely looks human gun fires man screams <laughs> like i have my subtitles on that's weird right, I'm so, and it's not showing anything no oh people grunting Breathing heavily. Yes, I got that one too. Yep. <laughs> and like they're just kicking his ass here. Like all you're right. doing is like. But he's not supposed to be a supernatural being, right? 
the what the then fuck? Then you get Lori doing the voiceover here. Like, why would you not just shoot him in the fucking head? Like, point blank. We got this, Karen. You can go home. Yeah, like, he could have gotten up at this very moment if they didn't have this fucking pause. Like, he's injured here. Like, it makes no sense. It literally, like, he's so hurt. Yeah, and then suddenly he just gets up and slaughters everybody. No, like, it's because the because they needed a reason for her to have a fucking knife or something. I don't know. Like, but why are you paying Anthony Michael Hall? Like, you look like you were sad he died just there. But, like, he's not even dead. Like, stabbed him <laughs> in the fucking face, like, multiple times. Like, cut his legs off. Cut, you know what I mean? Like, why did nobody bring any of those weapons? That's literally, like... But you're going to tell me that these townspeople are able to beat the shit out of him, but these firemen couldn't? Yeah, that, like, when he raised his axe ready to, like, throw down, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> but here you have these townspeople that actually, like, get him to his knees, which the other people couldn't. And it's not like Michael was injured in this film up until this point. Yeah, by the way, where is it? Oh, that's right. All okay. of a sudden, he just gets up. Yeah. He's fucking, Suddenly, like, he's, he's not fucking injured. with them. Ugh. Like, and I hate, like, these cutaways. Like, I hate it. Like, obviously, like, they did it for, like, MPAA. But, like, what is with, like, the up-close shots of Michael? <laughs> I have no idea. Like, like, look at this. Oh, look, look at this. Look at And Anthony Michael's like, oh, fuck, we're fucked. Right, he's literally just sitting there watching. Like, why Why is nobody even trying to go after Michael while he's focused on someone else? Like, right, right here. Like, literally, he's, he's is stuck in some dude's <laughs> And here's Lori giving, like, her fucking spiel. Like, now he's supernatural. He's greater than man. And this, this fucking bullshit right here. Why is she seeing young Michael in the window? Like, I think it's supposed to be, like, a sympathy thing, like, and I think that's why it goes back to saying that, you know, he was just a little boy. Like, I don't know why Karen is suddenly seeing the ghost of Michael's lost innocence right there, but that seems like it would be, like, some family connection bullshit. That's what I was talking about earlier. And this is the death that we get with Anthony Michael Hall, which I said, they're not going to kill Kyle Richards, they're going to kill Tommy Doyle. Tommy Doyle had his own movie with part six, obviously. So you're thinking he's going to survive, right? And they're going to kill Real Housewife? No. Like, I knew that they weren't going to do that. Like, look at his stupid face here. Like, and yeah, oh, I got, your, I got your bat, Tommy. Going down swinging. Like, you don't even get to see him smashing his head in. You just, like, see, like, you know? Like, after evil dies tonight. Like, I think you were evil, Tommy. Yeah. I think that was, like, the point that they were trying to make. He's like, oh, Michael's turned us all into monsters. And then, yeah, okay. They learned their lesson when the poor guy jumped and killed himself. But they didn't learn their lesson because they went right back out there to look for Michael again. All right, so another Bullshit. thing here, right? That looked like that was the only entrance to upstairs. Yeah. How did Michael get around all of those cops? Exactly. The front door was open. Like... Anybody? I mean, there is a back door, but yeah. you're going to tell me you don't hear anything, like, with her just sitting there? But the stairs were, like, right next to the front door anyway, so he had to... Like, sneak around and be... Maneuver like, behind. See, like, where did he come from? He didn't come from the door. Yeah. 
Like, I don't think this scene actually fucking happens. I don't think. But, I think this is Lori thinking that's happening. Exactly. I thought the exact same thing because it just cuts to her just looking at out the window and then. And you like, don't actually see the knives going in. Yeah. I definitely don't think she's dead. I don't think that that happened. I think that she knows her daughter is out there. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they retconned that whole last ending. Because it makes zero fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> and then Halloween kills. So, yeah. So, that is our breakdown here. Um, I'm glad I, we rewatched that there. Because, I, I, you know, it gave a little bit more context on what I thought of, you know, Lori. Um, her imagining it. That would make a lot more sense than what we just seen. Because if you look, he's definitely just appeared out of nowhere. And it makes no sense. Like the like until I actually see the film, which comes out next year, the Halloween ends comes out next year. I am taking this year to just pretend that that whole massacre scene was all in Lori's mind, just like the whole thing, not just Karen's death, but everybody else's death, just all in Lori's mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that they do. Like I said, they're gonna need to do a lot in order for me to like appreciate this one in any capacity. Like I like what they did you know, with the 1978 shit. Um, I feel like it was a very campy, like with, um, you know, the nurse. Um, and she's like, this is for Dr. Loomis. Like she had a better death in H2O. That's also another thing I was wondering, why is Marion there? Like, did she live in Haddonfield when all that shit went down? And if not, why the hell would she move there? That and <laughs> like, She's hanging out with Tommy Doyle and Lindsay Wallace. Yeah, like, I, I like, just, I don't understand. Like, it would have made more sense if, like, it was a survivors group getting ready together on Halloween. Like, instead of just, like, gathering at a bar to tell the tale. Yeah, maybe, like, a, a support group type of thing. Yeah, like, it made a lot more sense than, I mean, I don't know. Like, somebody was definitely smoking some crack on this one. <laughs> Yeah, it, it seems like her character was just phoned in there just so she can get killed off again. Like, Yeah, it was like they had a lot of great ideas, but very poor execution on how to, like, orchestrate a lot of it. And that and that's really frustrating because they did have extra time to work on it because of COVID. You know, they could have, like, went back to the writing chair, gave it, like, another draft or two. And just, like, yeah. worked on the plot holes. <laughs> Yeah, like, I think you should have gave Lonnie an on-screen death. Um, I did like the Cameron aspect. I do think that what we see at the final moments there, I don't think that actually happened. Yeah. Like, it, it's like I mean, you, you get the black of with, um, you know, Michael when he is, um, you get the black of him when he's killing all of the townspeople. Like, so none of them's, like, up close death. So I don't even know if that happened because it was such a weird shot. You know, and then the same thing happened with Karen, but the other deaths, like you see from like up close, like when he, when, you know, anybody else he kills in this movie, you get to see it. And yeah. so I don't like, I mean, I, obviously Lonnie's dead. I believe that. I believe that. Um, yeah. Cameron can stay dead. Yep. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I believe that. So that's why I'm thinking like, I, like, I just feel like they did a little too much. I mean, you had a lot of killing, and you definitely get a lot of killing at the end of this one, but I just don't know if it actually happened or not. <laughs> and for me, as a middle film, 
like, I get it. I get it that we're getting another one, but I just don't feel like they properly ended it. Yeah. Like, if all of that really did happen, it's not Lori's imagination. It seemed like they're just trying to shove everything into this movie just so they can do Halloween ends, which is supposed to take place four years later. I'm not sure how they're going to do that. Like, where's right. Michael for the last four years? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully, um, so between 2018 and this one, which one do you prefer? Oh, that is a good question. Um, like, if I go, like, kill-wise, I do like a lot of the death scenes and Halloween kills. But overall story, like, watching it again, you know, um, like, rewatchable. Definitely the 2018 one. Yeah, like I like I actually like walked out of the theater like really really liking that one. It's gone down on rewatches, but then like I like it more than I like this one um, for story wise. Yeah, like and I get it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. This is a middle film, but you just get a lot of Michael killing, and it is called Halloween Kills. But there were some things that I really liked and some things that I really dislike. Yeah. True. Um, and for me, if an ending is good, it saves the movie. So if they can end Halloween ends properly, like I will just lump them all together and give it one big rating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a good movie can get totally fucking butchered with a bad ending. Right. And this one did not have a great ending. And I was really in it for, you know, a good chunk and then that mental patient scene happened and then you know I got really pissed about the Lonnie thing I, I keep repeating myself I feel but um and then I didn't like the takeaway shots when you know the townspeople and I'm sorry I don't believe that townspeople are that fucking stupid just to bring like a hockey puck thing um I don't yeah. think that's like I mean these are grown-ass adults the only one who brought a gun was Sheriff Brackett who's not even a sheriff anymore He's hospital security. Which, by the way, why on earth is he still working? Like, he should be retired. And also, why are they using a clip of his dead daughter from Halloween 2? Because that didn't air in Halloween 1, which Halloween 2 doesn't exist in this timeline. But they use footage from that. Yeah, I think they're gonna keep using footage or references from all the Halloween films they want to pretend never happened but they want to yeah hit on like all of the great moments like it's like a greatest hits type of thing but they think they can do it better or something I don't know (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so did the watching it this the ending of this did your rating of the film go up or down I don't know okay so when I first watched the film I was completely speechless. Like, I literally could not say anything after watching all that. It was like a fucking gut punch. That whole massacre and everything. Watching it now that I know what's going to happen, I'd say I like it a little bit better, but I'm still pretty disappointed. Yeah, um, like I said, I can't, I feel like I can't even, like, fully judge it. Because it's the middle film. Yeah, like, I I don't know, because I don't know what's real and what's not. <laughs> like, I mean, they could come be like, okay, Halloween Kills never happened, you know? <laughs> right. And, and just take place back in 2018. Like, who knows what the fuck they're going to do? Like, yeah. I mean, 
I mean, they can bot. I, I, regardless, I don't think it could be any worse of an ending than what they did to this. Yeah, it should have just, uh, it should have ended so much sooner. Like, or better. <laughs> it's like, not lengthwise, just quality wise, should have ended a lot differently. 100%. And um, if they don't chop his head off and do what, I, I think that's what's going to, they have to do that. And that's why they couldn't do that here. Right. I, I know that's, that's pretty much what they're going to have to do at this point. Yeah, if they and really want to end it, yeah. At this point, after 40 years, I wish we would just get an explanation of why Michael Myers cannot fucking die. Like, why is he so super... Like, it's just, it's got to be like his adrenaline or something, you know? Like, is he on PCP or some shit? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, can't feel anything. Well, how many times was 50 Cent stabbed? Was he stabbed or was he shot? Oh, he was shot, wasn't he? I think he was shot like six times. There you go. Because it's because really Michael Myers is Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson. Yeah, but Fifty Cent wasn't burned, beaten, shot, stabbed. Well, I mean, he was. I believe he was stabbed as well, and he survived. Um, I think I don't like. I remember I watched Get Richard Die Trying, and um, I mean, I think he was like. Attacked like multiple times. Am oh, I wrong? Nine times. Wow. Nine times. So he, yeah. So, all right. I think we've established here that the reason Michael Myers cannot die is because he's really 50 Cent. Yeah. He's a famous rapper. That's why we haven't seen him in the last 40 years. Well, actually, he came to Des Moines to promote his liquor. He was doing it at like our local grocery stores. He was like doing signings of his liquor bottle. Oh, for real? <laughs> Yeah, just like this past summer. <laughs> but yeah, I think I know what song I'm ending the episode with now. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, he was stabbed too. See? I'm telling you, he's the real life Michael Myers. Damn, 50. <laughs> What's your secret? <laughs> right? Like, I, I think we're on to something here, Carly. Yeah, okay. So instead of asking the director why Michael Myers can't die, I'm going to ask 50 Cent. <laughs> Yes, do it. Be like, hey, I, I noticed that you and Michael Myers have had a similar life. <laughs> and uh, I, I need some insight into how someone survives being shot nine times and stabbed. <laughs> Jesus. Like, are you super fucking human? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what year was 50 Cent even born? Uh, 50 Cent birthday 1975 uh, well he's 46 years old so he would have been three when this movie came out so ah so close so close only three years off so so then 50 learned from michael instead of the other way around on how to live forever well maybe or they just have their timing wrong who knows maybe they can maybe maybe it's 50 cent in the future but we still think it's 78 i mean they did bring loomis back so anything's possible <laughs> oh anything's possible of course uh and i think our theory just probably went off the rails but <laughs> it's fun to talk about <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
All right, Carly. So uh, you do uh, behind the scenes Saturday. Can you tell the listeners what that is? So what I do is I, um, <laughs> sorry, I look for a movie that I've seen and I try to find as much fun facts and as much like behind the scenes photos that I can find and put them all into one post for people to enjoy. Yeah, and you have some like really fun posts. Um, I love it when you do anything with friends. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and for Christmas or Thanksgiving? Um, I do have one friends Thanksgiving article planned, but right now I'm currently working on my 200th post. So I wanna make sure that one's like really special. Oh, 200. Yeah. What would you say has been your most popular article? Um, surprisingly, one that's not a behind the scenes post. The, the one that's behind the scenes would be Pet Cemetery. The remake or the OG? Oh, the original. Original. Oh, okay. I wait at least five years. I I do movies that are at least five years old. So, the remake one is going to be a little while. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, and we actually did a commentary on Minds of the Morbid of Pet Cemetery, Right, and that one's still on YouTube. Yes, I think we have, what is it, four episodes out there, something like that? Wait, Prom Night was one of my favorite commentaries that I've ever done. Like, Oh, that one was really fun. Oh, God, Slasher Dancing, uh, Degrassi, Chris Prevo. <laughs> he needs to make a podcasting comeback as well. <laughs> Um, huh? I, I was trying to find it on YouTube. Like, I'm trying to find no, my own. like, the intro to Minds of the Morbid, I cringe every time I hear it. <laughs> Welcome to the Minds of the Morbid. Like, it's so cheesy. <laughs> I, I still have that uh, recording on my iTunes. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so, the three episodes that I was able to get uploaded were... The Child's Play franchise and our introduction, uh, our prom night commentary, and our pet cemetery commentary. So if you guys want to check those out, they're still up. If not, that's cool too. <laughs> Do they oh, even have views? Uh, let, let's see. Hold on. Uh, I exited out. Okay. Give me a sec. Okay. Here we go. Mine's the Morbid Podcast. Uh, our introduction one has 265. Our prom night commentary, 117, and our pet cemetery commentary is 160. That's not bad. We have 33 subscribers, and we have not. <laughs> it's been three years since we ended the podcast. <laughs> and do we have any comments on that? I haven't even checked. Um, I think there was one comment. I was like, oh, I I miss like. Oh, okay. Well, that went off the rails a bit. Great discussion. You have yourself a new subscriber. Sorry, Johnny Sweet. <laughs> oh, I think that's Jonathan Orr. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good to hear women on podcasts, as most are men speaking. Yes, exactly. No need to argue. Halloween 78, all-time favorite of mine as well, from Miss Anna. Um, I also did not like it, but to be fair, I did not like the book or the Tim Curry film either. Huh, so I 
I don't really know what we're discussing on this podcast because it says the <laughs> play franchise, but we're talking about it, I guess. <laughs> no, I think that's like in our intros. Like, yeah. Oh, could be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. No, that was a really fun episode. And I think we all had really great chemistry on there. Yeah, yeah. And if anyone's wondering, yes, it is my fault that the podcast is no no more. You know, I don't think I, anybody was wondering that. <laughs> I, I like to call myself out sometimes. <laughs> well, no, it's, you know, we all, you know, you did your, you do your horror blogging. Tori is busy with pop horror. Charlie's busy with his fiance these days. Um, Chris is busy with his fiance these days. And obviously I'm podcast. So yeah, I, I think, you know, sometimes when you have that many people on a show that, you know, we were trying to record probably too much and um you know i think yeah. everybody's a little bit at fault for that so and then some people couldn't make recordings i was responsible for a lot of those and you know i got a little too drunk on some of them <laughs> um but yeah um i think i think everybody uh part of that team had something to contribute to it not working out unfortunately yeah but they were fun it was fun doing it it definitely was. I know that they were talking about like doing a resurgence. Doing what? Doing like a, a resurgence of the podcast. I know Tori was wanting to do it at some point, but I have like five podcasts right now. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about it quite a few times, but truthfully, I don't see it happening, especially in the near future. Like everybody, like you said, branching off, doing their own thing, creating in their own way, still kicking ass, you know? Yeah, I don't mind if, like, anybody ever wants to come on the show, skip to the loo or cut to the chase, whatever. Like, I'm down to have everybody on for a special or something, you know? Um, and that could be fun. And while I'm on here, I just want to thank you for inviting me back on. Like, I, I really missed podcasting with you. And Aww. this was just such a blast. Yeah, no, we'll have to break down another movie. I kind of want to do this again. <laughs> you just tell me the time. Like, I, I have plenty of time. Well, I'm free during the weekdays anytime. Like, if you catch me at night, I'm usually not so free. But uh, if we can do it, like, during my workday, absolutely. <laughs> Daytime is, like, perfect for me. Like, we could definitely do it anytime. Yeah, you pick the next movie. I picked this one. So uh, pick which last 20 minutes of it. Yeah, we should do, like, breaking down the last 20 type of thing. <laughs> oh, okay. The last 20. <laughs> the last 20, yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so let me know what you want to do, and um, I hope everybody had a good time listening to us, and they're not uh, been trick-or-treated to death with uh, Halloween Kills podcasts and content, because um, like we said around here, it's Halloween every day. So, <laughs> um, Carly, thank you so much for joining me. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, we're going to talk about Halloween. <laughs> Hell, it's death. You don't know what death is. Um, <laughs> um yeah, so thank you so much for joining me. And like I said, pick a movie, come back. We will do it. Feel free to join me on a commentary anytime. If you want to do one of the Hellraisers with me, um, let me know. Um, yeah, and just thank you. And everybody, check out her blog. Where can they find your blog at? It is uh, carlyray.blog. It is uh, K-R-L-I, because my family decided to give me a weird spelling. <laughs> I, I like it. I think it's unique, and it suits you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, everybody who's been a part of this one, I am Lacey Liu, and until next time.
We'll see you then. Bye. All right. Bye. Should I push up on it? Temperature rising, okay. Let's go to the next level. Dance floor jam packed, hot as a tea kettle. I break it down for you now, baby. It's simple. If you be an info, I'll be an info. In a hotel or in the back of the rental, on the beach or in the park, it's whatever you into. Got the magic stick. I'm the love doctor. Hey, your fans teasing you about how I sprung. I got you. Wanna show me you can work it, baby? No problem. Get on top, then get to bounce around like a low rider. I'm a seasoned vet when it comes to this shit. After you work up a sweat, you can play with. I'm trying to explain, baby, the best way I can. I'm melting your mouth, girl, not in your I'll hand. Take you to the <laughs> candy shop. I let you lick the lollipop. Go ahead, girl, don't you stop. Bottle after bottle is on, and we gon' sip to every bubble, and every bottle is gone. I take you to the candy shop. 